everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk Podcast. This is episode 35 of the show, where we bring you bi-weekly trophy hunting news and discussions, as well as some good humor and some fun times. I'm one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined as always by the sweaty Eli Downing and the uh, perspiring Daryl Fuimano. How you doing today, boys? That's right, I'm a sweat. <laughs> right? Especially in this weather. That's what I'm saying. It's hot out. That's why I gave you both those fitting names, I thought. I, w- I didn't want them mm. to be offensive, but I wanted them to speak to the fact that it's just really hot. It is really hot. Yeah. I think tomorrow's going to be even hotter. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be like, well, in, in where I live, it's going to be 97, I think. So over where we work and where you guys are at, it's probably going to be, I don't know, 105 or something crazy like that. Yikes. It's, it's just nuts because it's not even... It's not even technically summer. The first day of summer is June 21st, summer solstice, longest day of the year. And I'm always happy when it's over because it starts to be night more often. I'm a big night person versus like mornings. So, yeah, pretty stoked. But it's like already this hot. Our fire season started a month ago. It, shit is not, um, not very wet over here. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah it's so agree. dry out there. Very dry. Yeah. But enough yeah, of that. No, I, I don't <laughs> miss the, uh, what do you call that? God, I'm like, I can't figure out the word. When it's like wet, hot. Oh, humid. Humid, that's it. God. Man, you are tired. So, <laughs> yeah. In uh, Pennsylvania, it was humid hot. I'm sure you had that in cheese, cheese country as well, right? Yeah, for sure. You're just like sweaty when you walk outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so luckily we avoid that here. But it, it still mm-hmm. does get like pretty hot. The, the thing I was talking with Steph about recently was... Uh, there's a huge temperature swing, though, for the day compared to a lot of other places. So it'll be yeah. 105 tomorrow, but at night, it's going to get down to like 52 degrees again. Mm-hmm. Massive. Where I, I was looking up the weather in Wilmington, Delaware, where most of her family's at, and it was probably a 15 to 20 degree difference between peak day and like middle of the night. So it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. We're be- I'm becoming a meteorologist. All right. That's what's happening yeah. here on the side. <laughs> So how you guys been doing? It's um we're recording early, just a little peek behind the curtain for most of the listeners here. Um I'm uh going out of town for the weekend coming up, so the guys were lucky enough to, or uh, nice enough, I mean, not lucky enough, Jesus, to accommodate the schedule change and so we are recording early. So it's been not quite as long since I've spoken to you last, but anyway, how are things? Good. I got a reel for you guys. Okay, let's hear it. I forgot I forgot to keep keep up with that. But I got one off the dome here for you fellas. Um, what time is it when an elephant sits on a fence? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I'm... Terrible I, at these. Uh, yeah, like nothing jumps to mind. So I feel like I, you're just going to have to tell us. It's, it's time to get a new fence, dude. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh my god <laughs> Bang. Yeah. my son even got that one right your son got that one right <laughs> yeah he's got a more pure mind than we do you see we're, we're corrupted and old he just thought about it so innocently <sighs> yeah after we read the book 300 times but mm. oh, okay yeah <laughs> have this book, you know now i'll ask you guys again in a couple episodes and see if you see if you get it you know yeah we'll be punished if we don't for sure yeah for sure you well, won't get a ps5 Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I gotta go. I'm gonna rant on it right off the top because, like, every, people, if you're in the Discord, you know I've been talking about how I've been 
as Eli would say, quote unquote, trying to get a PS5. But I feel like I'm trying pretty hard to get a PS5. Okay. And sweaty. I'm maybe. I'm following you know this tracker person on Twitter, right? He's just like tweets out basically right when these things go live at different restocks um, with different retailers, checking a few websites every day. Yada yada. And it's it's been a few weeks now, so I haven't been doing it for a super long time. Basically since the lap, last episode reveal of Eli getting his PS5 and me being like, fuck, I gotta I have to get on this, right? I gotta get one of these things. I had huge FOMO. And then since you know I've been trying the last two weeks, I've had no luck. Things are selling out incredibly fast. Like faster than I can even click a link sometimes. And there's been times where I'm driving and I don't have reception. And I get reception back and like, oh, he tweeted about it seven minutes ago and it's gone. Like, <laughs> cool, you know, <laughs> like so excited. So I guess before I go on to like too much of the details, because I did some fucking research here. OK, what's your general stance? I would ask Daryl, because Eli, you have your PS5 now, but like on the whole, like how difficult it is to get a PS5 right now thing are you do you not care do you are you like upset by it are you just like i'll just get it when i get it like where are you at in terms of like how much you want a ps5 uh right now so i'm still in the same position you know i don't really care if they're available i'll pick it up i'm not gonna fight with other people to get it i like how you are right now i'm i'm not gonna do that smart man gotta get in there gotta get in there swing (laughs) I'm good, yeah. man. I'm good. I'll let you guys do the fighting, and if there's more readily available, that's when I'll come in. You know, sure. I just want to stroll yeah. into the store. Oh, hey, there's one right there. Cool. I don't want someone to say, "Hey, get your hands off my PS5." No. You're gonna you're gonna be retired by the time that happens. <laughs> that's what it's starting to feel like. It's been eight months just... ago that this console has come out, and I've checked to some degree most days. Right, maybe not as hard as I have in the last few weeks, but I'll like just casually like look on Amazon when, and Best Buy and Target and be like, oh, "Is there some available now? Some available now? No, right, none available now." What have you checked? You gotta check constantly. Okay, so this is my point though. Like the level that you have to go to to get one of these things is actually absurd. Okay, it's absurd. Feels like an attack, Colin. Not for no. I mean, you you did it right, <laughs> I suppose. Like, you, it doesn't seem like you struggled too hard to get it. I know you, you. How long were you like actively trying to get one for? Um, a couple days. Okay. All right. See, so <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right. So what, my point though with this whole thing and how hard they are to get is how the perception of the PS5 versus of like how many there are and how many people are playing this thing compared to the reality of it. So as you all know, like we, we like video games. Obviously, this is what the podcast is about. We, I consume at least other podcast you know, groups, their content regarding PlayStation or about gaming in general. And almost all of them, like unanimously, the entire cast, the entire like crew or whatever of this production, they all have a next-gen console. They either have a PS5. Sometimes they have multiple PS5s. Sometimes they have a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. Sometimes they have those two and the S. Like, like, everyone's got it, right? And so from their perspective, when they're talking about games and about releases, it's always like, oh my gosh, this game looks so great, runs amazing on Series X, runs amazing on PS5, like, wow, how, like, how fucking beautiful, right? And I get it, like, it's the new toy, so it makes sense. But here's the reality, all right? As of May, late April, or sorry, mid-April, it's probably more now, only 7.5 million PS5 units had been sold, which is a lot, especially when it's supply constraint. But there have been 115 million PlayStation 4 sales, okay? 
So the math that I was doing was like, all right, let's assume that most PS4 owners want to upgrade their console, right? They want the next-gen version, all right? And they've got some money sitting around from some of the more recent stimulus checks. They can afford it. So they want the PS5. Well, most restocks on average for these things at a retailer are 15,000 units or less, okay? Sometimes they're as much as 50,000, but most of the time they're about 15,000. When you do that math, subtract the PS5 owners out of the total PS4 units sold. Assume those people have already upgraded, right? These restocks are 0.14% of potential customers can get that. 0.14% of the 107,430,000 people who foreseeably want to upgrade can do it. Meaning you're Mm. never going to get one of these fucking consoles. And even when I changed the math and was like, let's say there's 20 million PS4 users who actually don't want to upgrade at all because they have it more recently. They don't care. It's still less than a percent every single restock. So it is just insane, like that we are, like assume that all these people assume that it's the norm because it's totally not. Most of their audience does not have this console. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got. I think that just proves how how, how baller I am. Oh my god, <laughs> I am in the point zero one point zero one four percent. I mean, it's look just, at me. It's I know, dude. Look at you. It's just insane, you know. Well, like, I I guess to add a little salt into your wound here right uh our, our buddy who has a ps5 uh just got an xbox series s as well oh things are just falling into his lap well so the s is the only one that like right now if i wanted to get it i could buy it and it would be oh, did i say s yeah i meant x oh gotcha x. gotcha yeah okay well damn dude mm-hmm. but yeah the s is the only semi next gen console that i can even find for like only 50 dollars over asking price so that would be the one that's like if you really wanted something this week like right now listening to this then that's the one you'd go for but i just i just am really demoralized by it. i find it incredibly frustrating i'm it's making me and the, the main point like i've said in the discord too is that the longer that this goes on the less likely i am to necessarily get a ps5 versus just a series x if that's the next thing that i can get my hands on because if it's been not it's foreseeably going to have been almost a year since these consoles came out and i still can't get one through a tr- like normal method, then like fuck it, I'll get an Xbox. I don't care at that point. <laughs> so I, I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some advice I give it to my son, but I think it's I think it's about the attitude, you know. Okay. Change your attitude. What do you mean by that? I was I was having fun hunting this hunting this bad boy down. Mm. You know, you just you know you don't want to go into this thing all disgruntled. I see. The the internet ether will will feel those vibes, and you're you know your page won't reload or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, I thought it was exciting. I thought it was kind of fun. It felt like a, you know, a treasure hunt. It was like, I'm signing on. I, they got the guy that I was following. He would post things like, Oh, it might go live in like 15 minutes. So then you have time to kind of prepare and get on. You open your couple tabs and then, you know, here it comes, here it comes. Oh my God. Look, look at the clock. It's 29. It's 29. And then refresh, refresh, refresh. And then, yeah, dude, it is. It was, uh, it was kind of fun. Yeah, no, that, it. that, that does sound cool. I think the more recent, like the one that I was talking about in the discord today that happened at like two 30 in the morning last night, literally the tweet was just, it's live now. It's not like, Hey, in 15 minutes, like maybe you should get rid of it. It's like right now mm. target has some. And then the next tweet from them sold out in 24 seconds because mm. when cool. i like I was, that's really helpful <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> anyway i was checking the bigger like the the the, the type websites. ups mm-hmm. about them and kind of like 
finding the pattern of when the each real retailer was restocking and I would check my phone all the time at, at, at or around those times. And then uh, it was literally the first tweet I got was like, oh, it's going live in 50. So it only took me one of his tweets to to get in there. So one of these times you'll get one of those that are. Yeah, know, it's a little more in advance. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm like reading it today. I know that Best Buy is overdue. But that's like generally like on a Friday or something, right? Or so there's like a different, yeah. You'll like, have it by Friday. Yeah, potentially, potentially. I'll be in, mm. I'll be out of town on Friday, but I gotta just go for it, you know. Hopefully, I'm yeah. not on the. I'm going on a river like excursion that day, of course. So, mm. see, <laughs> what what's more important? Do, yep. What you gotta do, Colin, is treat it as if this is the last trophy on your trophy list that you got to get before you pop the platinum. Mm, you know? Okay. Right. I like Do this. some double jacks. Right. Warm up. Maybe that'll motivate you to keep pursuing this PS5. Yeah. To be up there with the 0.1%. It's <laughs> less than a less than a percent. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're pretty far up here though. Say that. Yes. Well, I appreciate the positive attitude spin that you guys had on it because I was feeling pretty frustrated this morning. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I could tell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look at this type up. I got mad. Look at that. I did some you research. Got mad. I got so mad I did Just research, looked up some. Took it out on the keyboard. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, I like it. That's, that's enough of that, though. So that's the rant there. You guys can, you can comment or message me and tell me I'm wrong because I'm sure most people are going to be like, oh, it's not, you know, it's, you know change, oh. cheer up. You know what I mean? But it's, it's hard out there. All right. If you're like really trying to get one and you can't, this is the first time I've dealt with this for a console. It's never happened to me before for over, almost a year. Come to the Discord and make fun of them in there with us. Yes, please. Come it's on over. Come on over. Daryl and Eli will provide you the platform. Yes, that we will. Oh, man. Lay into them, folks. Yep, indeed. All right, well, I was going to talk about some other crap, but we've been going for already 15 minutes here, and the folks are here for trophies, right? This is, after all, a trophy hunting podcast. As I said at the top, episode 35 of the show which is incredible. So thank you all for listening. And if you're a supporter of the show, we, you know, we do have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. If you like what, what we do and you want to support us or in any way, go check that out and look at the tiers there. Um, but we wanted to, as always pay tribute to those folks who are supporting us. So why don't we do the Patreon shout outs here at the top? Eli, take us in. All right. We got a uh, jazz Bilby and Mr. Invisible banana. Patrick Tebow, Slugger, and Fire. That's right. Thank you all so much for your support of the show. We really appreciate it. And also, over there on Patreon, you'll notice some of the tier options, some of the rewards and the, uh, the sort of benefits that you get are pretty cool. One of them is you get to write us questions to read on the show and to answer on the show. We don't just read the question. We actually answer them as well. I should clarify. Um, <laughs> we're just going to read your questions now. Fuck it. So anyway, we've got a few this week. As I said, also, we are recording early, which means people have less time to submit questions than they normally would. So we only have a couple, but one of them is a little lengthier. So I think it works out. You guys are ready. I'm going to get into it. This first question comes to us from Slugger. And again, a little lengthy, so bear with me here for a sec. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> If you weren't previously convinced, Game Pass is becoming even more of a crazy deal for Microsoft consumers. 27 out of the 30 games shown at Microsoft's E3 press conference are going to be on Game Pass day one. 
even though Sony has PlayStation Now, they have said in previous interviews they wouldn't bring games to that service day one, making that the big difference between the two of them. If that's the case, what can Sony possibly do to compete with the service? What types of features, services, subscriptions would you like to see Sony implement that would make you think, yeah, this is a good replacement or better than Game Pass? With the prices of games going up, is releasing high-quality, award-winning, first-party exclusives enough to keep Sony fans happy in the long term when the competition provides such a deal? Bam. What say you? What say who? Whoever. You got. You guys got a hot take? What do you think? <laughs> All right, I got a hot take. Let's go. It's not a hot take. It's a, it's a lukewarm take, I guess. Okay. Uh scale back there but uh you know combine them let's start with that combine, combine ps plus oh with now yes and not doubling up on games i think that's that's a big you know it's like the same service what, what you know mm-hmm. why would i pay for two different things and get the same product out of it this is true it seems silly i mean it's not exactly the same but like you know the hell um Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, no, you're good. <laughs> I think uh, the keeping the games side of PS Plus, keeping the games forever is is like the main draw. I think that's the way they they should go. That's what people want. I would think. I mean, that's what I want. And then you know, go back to or you go back to free online and and bundle the free games in with now to make that more enticing. Uh, cause that really brought, I think the free online is what really brought a lot of my friends in high school over there. Yeah, that's true. Was where everyone was playing Halo. And then next thing you know, I'm sitting there like Steven fucking Glansberg, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, right, all right. by myself, dude. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. It, it was uh, a big deal, especially to kids or like teens who don't necessarily have steady income. The prospect of being able to play online with your friends and not have to be like, Mom, Dad, like I need, you know, ten bucks a month or sixty bucks for a year of like this service, right? You just it's not a, an issue at that point. Yeah, I guess with that though, you're either asking for $180 for Game Pass or you're asking for $60 for online. Right. No, no, but, no, but I just mean in terms of like making PS Plus, like just making it the online portion, the free thing again, like that's just a good yeah. incentive for the platform in general. Yeah. I don't know why we're paying for that anyways. PC doesn't have to pay for that. Right. I'm on the internet. So <laughs> wouldn't that yeah, just I mean, cover me? I'm paying the right? internet provider. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of wild. It is interesting. Uh, and they definitely would have to keep, keep shooting us bangers, you know, as far as the games go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause they had a pretty strong first couple months here and they've been, They've been going downhill, IMO, but, you know. I would agree with you. We'll get into it later when we discuss the list for Star Wars Squadrons coming up. Little, yeah. little spoiler for what's coming. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, the other, the other thing is, like, that's big in these services, or that seems to be big, is the mobile and streaming stuff. And in my opinion, they're, they're, that's not the future of gaming. Or, you know, it's, it, it just seems like a gimmick and wasted resources to me. Right. Like, Sony is kind of tailored a bit more for hardcore gamers with their exclusives being difficult. Like, especially on the PS5 with Returnal and Demon's Souls are uh, the, the two biggest games besides Ratchet and 
uh, destruction all stars. Oh, I guess all, yeah. yeah, but yeah, like they're hard. So you know, I don't think there's a lot of people out there dying to play Returnal on their phones. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I think they're speaking to different audiences for sure. Yeah. So like, you know, go for that. Yeah, audience like lean That's, into the hardcore hmm. right uh you know it, it seems cool you know for me it's always like, oh yeah that's that'd be cool i'd love to play wherever i want you know i'd play all the time it would be so cool but like honestly really am i am i ever gonna do that no i don't think so i don't think so buddy yeah not me uh and then the, like a, another thing to add to this i'm kind of like going over all my thoughts that came up that's right but is fucking pay us for trophies Bada bing. <laughs> that, <laughs> Done. The, the big ask. Done. Yeah. You got, you got us all. <laughs> now, do you mean, you mean like I'm assuming in some form of like credit within your wallet in the store, right? I mean, whatever they want to do, I'm down. Right. You I know? mean, they're not going to give you cash. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> drive over my house with a helicopter and fucking drop duffel bags full of ones. You know, I don't right, care. Right. However you want to do it. Right. No, no, that's fine with me. But again, that's kind of like copying, copying Microsoft. Because uh, Microsoft has a pretty decent reward system mm-hmm. with daily, weekly, monthly quests. They even just had a, a zombie event where you got points for playing like specific zombie games that are on Game Pass. And the, like, there were a lot of different games. I don't know. Copy Microsoft. Just don't stream. That... <laughs> yeah. Because Microsoft just did their free uh, online stuff for free-to-play games or whatever, like Rocket League and Fortnite. Um, but do that take that to the next level and give us free online for everything you don't have to give us your day one games or whatever but give us bangers yeah give and, us good free games on each month and give back as well <laughs> give us free games and also give back to us again <laughs> but like you know give us some incentive to like log on every day with the daily quests or you know have yeah. fun events to partake in that that keeps us there Maybe get more people, you know, have something like earn 15 trophies in this week or whatever, and then get people sucked into the trophy ecosystem. And then, you know, like us, we're we're not going Xbox because we got a lot in our trophies. Right. Yeah, the so. investment is so huge already. Mm. Definitely. No, those th- are my thoughts. I think those are really, really good points. Daryl, what, what do you think? What do you have for this guy? For me... um, I'm pretty much on board with what Eli said. I think the the ecosystem with like having uh, quests that Microsoft is doing is pretty neat. I you know we've mentioned that plenty of times on the on the podcast how you know we wish something like that came to the Sony e- ecosystem. So I think having that would be nice because it would satisfy like a lot of like our needs because you know we feel like you know there should be an incentive behind getting a lot of the trophies we earn especially some of those hard to get ones. So right. having something like that would be pretty cool. I know place uh Sony is very like stringent on like not changing their position on like releasing cer- uh their exclusives day one, but I feel like that's like one thing they may have to change over the over time. Mm-hmm. Cuz they, you know, they can't possibly compete with Game Pass's service. So I feel like even though they've said they don't want to do that, I feel like they they might have to change that that stance just because they're just getting murdered by Microsoft's game Game Pass service. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, true. like you look at it, 
you know, people are willing to pay for this service. There's like over 50 million people that have PlayStation Plus. It's like people like the service. Like, why not just bundle it to make it an even better service? And, you know, throw in exclusives, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would even raise the price. I mean, it is significantly cheaper than like if you're paying full price for each one. Uh, it's significantly cheaper than Game Pass Ultimate. So just make it slightly cheaper than Game Pass Ultimate. Make us pay more. I mean, $60 a year is not a lot. What is that, 5 bucks a month? Yeah, it's really trivial, mm -hmm. yep. especially because I mean, a lot of us get it on, when it's on sale for like 40 even, you know? Yeah. So it's make, it, make it 10 hit the middle ground there. Make I it think... 10 and... I think Game Ultimate. Pass Ultimate is what 180 bucks if you get Xbox Live and the Game Pass, right? Correct. It's 15 a month. So, like, you know, bundle it. What 120, 130 bucks for PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now? Yeah. Plus that, more yeah. games. Yeah. I mean, there's quite an offering on PS Now, as we've been reminded many times by people in our community. Even though none of us have really used the service extensively before, I think it's. You know, the, the first, like, maybe few years of it were not great, and I think that kind of just tarnished the messaging on it. And it's actually supposed to be pretty decent now, from what I've heard, assuming you have good internet, of course. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think combining them is not a bad way to go. I, I went more of, like, I, I like the rewards idea, Eli, that you had, too, of me either giving us, like, discounts on stuff or maybe giving us credit for trophies. But I, I took more of just a general approach where... If you have PlayStation Plus, I want to have like discounts on your first party games day one. Like I want to like so I'm opting mm. into this club basically. So when Ratchet came out, I want to pay like 55 instead of 70 or something like that. Or I mean it could it could even be a little bit less or a little more. Like pay 60 instead of 70, but give me like some sort of discount on like your big new games. That's a very good direct way to compete with the day one stuff. Like very yeah. Because that's actually that would I would be super down for that. Yeah, I think it would be cool, and it wouldn't really make. I I don't think it would make a, a you know a huge huge difference in terms of their sales necessarily. I still think it would it would be an overall win. I guess is what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say. And then the other thing with trophies more specifically is maybe have based on your trophy level very small percentages overall on the store. So, for example, Boom. if I'm, like, silver tier, if I'm level 330, I get, like, a 2% discount or something on, or whatever. And then it goes up to maybe a maximum of, let's say, 10 or 15% if you're really, really high level. So you have, yeah. like, an incentive. And if people are willing to spend money on those Rattalaika and cheaper games to get their platinum level up, then it kind of nets out anyway because they're going to spend all this money up front and get the discount later. So, like, you know, whatever. They're still paying you for that. I, I don't, There's smart ways to do it. Yeah. Um Along with the big brain plays over here. Good one. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, but so that's kind of what I thought. I, I don't think you can really compete with day uh with day one and like game pass as is right now. Mm -hmm. They definitely have to do something. Quickly, I want to clear up the internet thing. Oh, go ahead. You need good internet for now. Do you which not majority of the games you can download? Oh yeah, just, right. This is for the minus PS3. the PS3 yep. only games. Yeah, because that's that. one of the especially we have we have a 
a pretty big advocate of now. Well, not an advocate of now, but like a defender. <laughs> an apostle, if of you now. will. Yes. <laughs> Just, anyways. Of the church but, of PS now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, his big thing is that like it's always talked about like, oh, the streaming shit. But it's like, yeah, that's just not the only thing they offer. And it's like, I don't know. It seems like that's what everyone gets down on. Uh, that's why they talk shit on now is because the streaming sucks. But like, uh, I we'll see how this X Cloud thing goes for Microsoft and see if they're streaming is shit too. Because I just, you know, I don't think streaming's the future. But yeah, there's plenty of games to download onto your console and play normally. Right, that's true. Put it out there. I I guess like for me, it's always the argument's always been that the things that I want PlayStation now for are that like PS3 era stuff that I missed. Otherwise, I would have just bought it on PS4 anyway without now. So yeah. most of the stuff I want to play, I would be streaming. That's mm-hmm. that's the reality of it. Yeah. I, I, t- I totally get your point. Fucking don't make your system so goddamn complicated and just give us back some <laughs> pat, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great way to compete with Microsoft. <laughs> Stop fucking up, really. Yeah. I mean, with the whole PS5, the extra list, like what games get upgrades, what don't. Like I'm fucking lost. I can tell you that yeah like and i wish they had like on my pc i can see you know i can set a little thing and i can see what frames i'm getting Mm -hmm. starting to not trust ps5 you know what i mean i get you how do i know like what is what is it is so i was gonna start playing doom again on the ps5 to check it out and see how it is but like what am i getting like what frames am i getting is there a boost like this didn't get a free upgrade but is there like Right. A locked thirty, or is there? Well, you already like, were getting. Tell 60 me what the hell I'm getting. PS4, right? So you'd be. Oh yeah, this one's getting, sixty. Mm-hmm. So you definitely be getting sixty. You probably just have maybe right. a higher resolution. That's it. But we'll see. I don't know. How the fuck would I even know? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm getting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I get you. There's it's it's unclear. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I I encountered in um Mass Effect, a an option which surprised me on the PlayStation Four to change the game setting to either favor resolution or frame rate. I was like, what? <laughs> like, Mass what? Effect? Yeah, on Mass Effect, the Legendary Collection. I was like, this is interesting. Like, what? I'm not even on a next-gen console. So I favored frame rate after playing the first five hours of play- favoring resolution. And I was like, oh, my God. It's so much smoother. Mm. Turned off film grain, turned off motion blur. Yeah. Who plays with motion blur? That's such a weird setting, by the way. Like, I've never had that on in my games. I turn it yeah. off almost immediately. I always leave it on, but I'm like, what? It's just such a like gross title. Yeah, yeah. I want motion blur. That's what I was looking for. Well, yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't sound right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get it plays differently into video games, but it just doesn't sound appealing when you scroll through the menu. Yeah, they should say like realistic head turn or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny hearing you guys talk about that because I think the only time I really go into the settings is when I change the subtitles, turn it on and off. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should check out some other stuff in there. <laughs> there's, there's yeah, I was, cool. I was never a big settings guy until PC. Now I got to Now I got to peep them. There's no real point. There's no point on consoles. I think it's just um. The aiming sensitivity is usually what I change. And then I, I always play with vibration off, so I always go in there to do that anyway. Oh, why are you why are you looking for a PS5 then? For the haptic? Yeah, dude, forget about it. <laughs> for the haptic. No, I'm not getting it for the haptic. I'm, I'm getting it for the exclusives, 
I could give a rat's ass about the haptic. Honestly, even though it sounds cool, like, I don't need that. That controller's gonna die so fast, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like you're just got all these bells and whistles on this thing. It's basically a fucking car running the whole time, and... Oh, yeah. dude, it goes all night. How long? Yeah, all night. One night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's my point. Nah. I don't want to have so, to charge um, my controller every night I play. So, I found that weird, like, people... I saw people talking, like, oh, yeah, it's got some weird bug where it tells you to plug your controller in early. And I did notice it seems to die really fast, but it doesn't you die. Say. You don't say. It doesn't die. Mm-hmm. I and well, the the one thing I wanted to point out is these things. It's like, yeah, you ever play for like four hours? It's like, what? N- no. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you just keep playing again, and it's like, oh wow, five hours later, it's still your controller's still working. It's like, what? Who are these people that get to play for fucking ten hours straight? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never ever even my PS4 controllers. I've never had a controller die. Like, we're, there's we're never a time where age. I'm playing for like mm-hmm. s- fucking sixteen hours. Yeah, that's that's you a, know that's a young man's game to do that. That's but, for sure. Or your yeah, game. Yeah. It it hasn't really I haven't had any troubles with it. Okay. It's good to hear. All right. Where were we? I, we got sidetracked. We got sidetracked. This is a good question though, Slugger. Thank you for the for the uh inquiry. Hopefully we gave you some answers that were satisfactory to you. <laughs> All right. We, our next question comes to us from Invisible Banana. It's a bit briefer than the previous one. But again, long form totally cool. Questions about gaming cool, questions about non-gaming cool. I'm up for all of it, right? If you want to write more, write more. That's awesome to me. So, Daryl, why don't you read us Invisible Banana's question here? Well, his question for us is, what is the meaning of life? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Ooh, man. All right, who wants to take the first stab at that one? That's a heavy one there, fellas. Pretty deep. I'll tell you, I I learned what it is in Maquette. You know, that's... What is it? I'll get there when when I talk about my cat. Okay. All right. No, I don't know, Some man. Suspense. Suspense. Whoa. Uh, yeah, it is a, t- a tough like. What's up? I'm having technical difficulties. You, I hear you just fine, brother. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? Describe it to us. Yeah, dicta- my, dicta- oh my god, I just deleted my whole document, dude. Okay. What is going on, dude? Okay. There's my I'm getting like oh my god cover what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's all staying in. Dude, by the way. <laughs> now stuff's just popping up on my screen. See what happens? So you ask the meaning of life. Oh and lo and behold, my god, dude, what is up? Did I fucking save that bad boy? Does your computer oh is Lord. it administering a Turing test to you right now to see if you're a robot? Is that what's happening? It's like dude, flashing it's like... images in front of you to see if you react. Yeah, I think word word is breaking. Like, mm. the whole top menu is, like, in hieroglyph- hieroglyphics now. <laughs> There's, like, weird red text popping up in there. I've got, like... Are you... In, you uh, should just be in the Google Doc. Yeah? No. I'm on my... Dude, oh, my goodness. What is going on? I'm going to close this. All right. Well, while you work through that, we'll, we'll go ahead and answer the question. Daryl, since you asked, I'll give you a brief answer first while Eli works on his technical difficulties. So, I would say... Like, you can go cheesy with this question. You can go real. I'll give you a somewhat in the middle answer, right? And, th- and that's basically to find something that you love and pursue it, I think, is the meaning of life. That can be a person or people. Like, fa- some people really lean into, like, family, friends, and their partner, which everyone should do, right, if you're a good family member or partner or friend. So that's part of it, too. But I think, like, having a hobby or, like, a passion that is a – like a project or a skill set, something like that, and really trying to like lean into that, I think is huge because previous generations 
when you think about it, didn't have as much leisure time. They didn't have as much like time in their calendar to really sit and think like, what are the things I really enjoy? What do I love to do? What do I want to like pursue in my free time that I have? It just didn't was a concept that didn't even really exist till probably within the last hundred years. And it's even more so becoming a normal thing as like jobs get more automated, things become easier, easier generally in life, right? Think about Amazon and how easy that makes getting something that you want, for example, or DoorDash or like any sort of app or like having a, you know, having a smartphone in your pocket all the time. Things are just easier and they don't take as long now. So we have more free time. And I think you should really try to explore that because there's a lot more to life than work. And I just refuse, I don't adopt this, this philosophy of like my work defining who I am as a person. In fact, when I meet people and like the first thing they want to talk about is what they do for their career, I think that's probably one of the most uninteresting things you can ever talk about. I don't really give a shit what you do for your career, unless it's something that you love to do and it's your passion, then I want to hear about it. But if it's just like, you know, a corporate job, an office job, like, I don't care. Why are you talking to me about that? <laughs> you know, maybe they love so, it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's their life's duty. If they love it, sure, you know. But yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of times it's not really the society that we live in. I mean, so so that's like my my like in general answer. Just pursue something you love. That's what it's all about. Ice. That's a good one, Colin. Thank I you. Like that. Thank you. What do you got? What do you guys think? Uh, Sounds like you had time to think about that one. That was off. The, that was off the cuff. Good answer. Dude. Yeah. I don't know. What about your cuffing, dude? Get a say... PS5 off the cuff. Getting a PS5 is life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ball is life. So yeah. Oh my Rocket gosh. League. Rocket League ball is life, dude. I would say life is when a beautiful baby cub is born <laughs> to a majestic lion and a lioness. And the whole animal kingdom knows, so they come out to see the birth of this baby cub. They form this massive circle. You know, they see this <laughs> huge rock. You know, the baby's just being brought out by this stick-wielding monkey. And, you know, he, he presents the, the new life to the world. Everyone to see that this will be the new king with, you know, his uncle being a dick in the background. and say, oh, you know, that's the one I need to kill. You know, to be the king one day. <laughs> um, all these yeah, specific, are you speaking from personal experience? Did you go through this? It sounds really specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, that's a special place in my heart. What was the humidity <laughs> that day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the circle of life is what you're alluding to. Yes. Excellent answer. Thing? Excellent answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> no, that's. Uh, that's, That's a good one. Yeah, it is. I like that description. That was great. It's very descriptive. I feel drawn in, 100. I'm in it. I'm living in that world right now. Yeah. What about you, Eli? What is the meaning of life? Uh, Rocket League ball is life. That's ball, that's ball pretty much all, like pretty much all I got. I think your answer summed it up very well. I don't know what else I can add to that besides Rocket League. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, it's that's a, right. Ball is life. It's whatever whatever you want it to be, and I think that's what was best about your answer. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You oh. got you got a range there. Go ahead, Daryl. Oh no, I'm just agreeing with Eli. You know, I really liked your answer. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that's that. That's beautiful. Well, I hope I hope the listeners out there enjoyed the answer as well. Probably won't. Probably get probably get angry about it. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, 
they probably would have liked it better if you had a PS5, though. 100. Yeah. percent I mean, think about the frame rate that delivery would have had yeah. if I had a PS5. Right? It would have been wild. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. it. They were like popping out of the speakers. You know? Sick of hearing about it. All right. Anyway, moving the on. Hap- <laughs> the, hap- the haptics in the headphones. Think about the haptics. Would have been think, wild. About, think about the 3D audio. This thing that like you've yeah. had if you've had Astros or a decent headset for 10 years. Think about it though. Yeah. <laughs> think about like, nuts. All right. Anyway, so let's watch get Lion in. King. <laughs> Go watch Lion King for sure. Have you seen the uh, newer one, by the way? Just a quick tangent, like the the remake. Oh, the uh, the uh, anime, uh, the CGI one, right? Yeah, it's quote unquote live action, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's what they're calling all their all their new like movies is like their live action versions of things. But I'm like, that's CG. It's not live action. But anyway, oh my god, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, have you seen yeah, that? Colin. Yeah, the answer to your question, I have seen it. I really did not like it. Um, it was, you know, I mean, with every new movie that comes out, they they put their own twist on it. And what I saw, I didn't like it. Yeah, you see it live. <laughs> you go see it live action. Yeah, it's not live enough. It's not live enough. Well, why don't you put on the PSVR two and get transported away? Yeah. Someday. I mean, that's a thing. I've yet to try oh. that functionality on my headset on my Quest. There's like, What's you know, that? like you can watch Netflix or watch like a movie in it or something, right? Oh, it's supposed God. to be a little more intense. I've not tried that yet, but uh, maybe I should get around I, to it. I'm sure it would be intense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know in a good way, but I'd probably throw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on then. So thank you for those questions and thank you again for our Patreon supporters. Really appreciate it. Really do. So the trophy list discussion for this episode, last time we talked about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart because it was a hot new PS5 exclusive release, right? And it obviously reviewed really well. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. We'll get to oh. more follow-ups on that later. You say that was such attitude. I changed it. It started off snarky and then I got positive. But okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You're going to fact check. Anyway, so the trophy yeah. list discussion for this week is Star Wars Squadrons. So this was obviously a PlayStation Plus offering for the month of June. It is a newer game. It was released on October 2nd, 2020. So I don't know, what, what is that, eight months old or so, which is relatively new for that service. And it has 48 trophies. It's got the platinum, of course, two golds, nine silvers, and 36 bronzes. Before I ask you guys just some thoughts on the overall list, the last stat that I would share with you is the platinum percentage, which is sitting at a 0.77% on PSN profiles and 0.1% on the app. So still both less than 1%, which I thought was pretty incredible. That's not very common. You see games like that on PSN profiles. So anyway, take it away. What were your general impressions of the list? What did you guys think? I think that the trophy list is quite difficult. To be honest. I don't know. If this is going to be an easy one to to go for, yeah, it's just so much that's being required of you. Multiplayer, just way too many things. And <laughs> if you're not a really good like, if flight sim games aren't really like your type of game, this is like not the game for you to trophy hunt. It does require a bit of effort. Sure. Sounds like something for you. No. I, I, I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. 
It's not my type of game, but I'm gonna go for it. Oh. As soon as Colin said like how low the percentage was, dude, I was all in. Oh mm. my gosh. Suck, but you know, I'm I'm gonna go for it. So is the is the game like pretty hard then from like what you've experienced of it? From would you say? Because like reading the list, I I agree with you. I was like, everything looks really difficult. And I don't know if it's just that I haven't got my hands on with it yet, and maybe it's actually a little bit more simple once you're playing the game but just reading the trophies i was i was pretty astonished i was like i don't know if i don't think i could get half of these it is quite difficult like this game has a story mode in it so it's definitely beneficial if you do play story rather than just hopping into multiplayer because story does cover a lot of the basics and then it also has a training mode too so you can apply like a lot of the stuff you've learned from story mode in there kind of hone in on some things that you're probably weak at try to become a better uh pilot uh so it has modes like that but it is still quite difficult like it's cross play so you're going up against like people on pc and the people on pc that i've come across are quite good at this game <laughs> And, you know, the game's been out for, what, less than a year? And I feel like a lot of people have, like, who actually play this game are, like, really good. You know, there's a really high uh, skill ceiling for this game. And if you're getting in just, like, if you're, like, playing this game because it was a free game, you're going to be outmatched every time. <laughs> you got to get, get your ass in rank then, man. Well, unfortunately, the game requires you to do a lot in rank. <laughs> which is which mm -hmm. actually a real bummer did you guys notice that like I, I feel like most of the multiplayer trophies had the asterisks of yeah do it in ranked mode and i don't know if that just means that's the pvp mode and like the versus ai is the casual mode so kind of everything is ranked or if it's like actually a ladder system in which case wow some of these trophies are really hard then i've just i've only seen a couple but ranked you know like as i learned with rocket league is typically where you'll get your best experience because if you suck then you should be matched up with people that suck right you might just have to take a little bit of a walloping in the beginning during your placements but after that you should yeah. be hopefully in a better spot yeah you could even intentionally take that walloping oh like throwing the game or something yeah yeah but then your teammates are all mad you want to at least try and then you get in there ranked bronze and right Fucking smurf on some folks. And then the climb begins. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. this game only has two modes that you can play from on multiplayer. So, like in previous uh, EA games like Battlefield or Battlefront, there's been like so many modes where people play primarily one mode compared to another. This game, they narrowed it down to two modes that you can play from. So, no. You won't have to worry about some of those miscellaneous trophies where it's like, oh, play this mode. Well, nobody ever plays that mode. I can't get that trophy for some reason because nobody plays it. That's so good they, they kind of narrowed the trophy list to like two modes that you have to like play in order to pop some trophies. Hmm. That's a good make point. any easier, but, you know, kind of eliminates that past issue where like people weren't playing some of these modes whether they weren't fun or they just weren't modes they like to play just because they like like the large-scale battles. Right. Well, and we experienced this to some extent, maybe you guys more than I did, though, with Battlefield recently, 
Which, now that I'm thinking about it, this is kind of interesting because a lot of the bigger AAA free games have been EA-owned games recently. Anyway, another another topic, but mm. but yeah, it's 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 a little strange because like when we went to play Battlefield, it's like oh like you got to get like win on all the maps on this mode or whatever, go complete a full thing of this particular like game type. And I remember it being a d- big deal on Battlefield One that some of them were kind of longer queue times and maybe a little harder to find matches if we weren't in a party. So. Exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see that in the list that it's at least taken that into consideration. Um, you did bring up the campaign though, and one of the other things that I noticed was that on the app, at least, and and again, like you guys know, if you're listening to the show for a long time, like I'm someone who generally looks at the app over PSM profiles in terms of like stats. So, t- you know, take it with a grain of salt or whatever. But on the app, only 7.4 percent of players even beat the campaign on easy. And then that dropped to 0.1% once you got to, like, the veteran and the ace difficulties, which I think is crazy that less than 10% of people who, like, have start, like have this game have beaten the campaign. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, that's a wild yeah. percentage. Hey, Eli? Uh, yeah, I just, this game is so multiplayer-focused, I wonder if a lot of people just don't give a rat's ass about campaign. Yeah, probably kind of like a call of duty like you i mean it's not the same thing like you've played before so you'd think you'd want to play the campaign but they just want to get in there and dogfight you know start right. swinging i mean I'm, I'm sure that ea is looking at this to some extent uh because we know from the battlefield you know tie back into more recent events battlefield 42 the announcement there is no campaign in that game and i'm sure they're seeing that with this game probably with battlefield 5 and probably with Star Wars Battlefront 2 even to some extent, the campaign percentage is pretty low, like people who actually complete it. Probably the percentage that actually even play it. So I'm sure that that factors into their decision to say, like, we're just going to do multiplayer suites from now on. And we're going to do mm-hmm. single, like, standalone single-player games other than that that have a AAA feel with things like, you know, Fallen Order, for example. So, yeah, interesting. I think so, like, with... The people who actually did play the campaign, like the 7.4% who have completed it, I think they just played it for the Star Wars experience. Just kind of like being a starfighter and kind of like living, you know, actually living it and like compared to like actually seeing on the movie screen. I think that's where a lot of like people played it for that reason. And then probably like the more difficult um, trophies that were being popped were just like from like the hardcore flight sim players because playing the game, I really was having a tough time with the controls and things like that. Because it, in essence, in essence, it it really is a flight sim type of game, and I think that's what kind of turns a lot of people off from playing it. Because when you're playing it, you know, it's just like what you see in the movie where you can direct like power to your shields or to your engines or to your weapons. So there's a lot of things going on besides just like shooting other starfighters down. There's a lot going on, and I feel like a lot of the controls might turn a lot of people off from playing it, just because you know, well, I don't want to worry about my shields going into a into a dogfight. You know, I just want to shoot the guy down. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck that. That sounds complicated <laughs> as hell. Dude, yeah, right. Exactly. I'm not about that life. Right. It is very complicated, and it was like really like tough to keep playing it. But you know, luckily I was playing with my cousin, so it was really fun. But like, I can see like someone else playing it. And being like, yeah, I don't want to do all this. It's, mm-hmm. it's too much for me. 
it kind of comes down to the same way I feel about racing games, where I want it to be an arcade-style racing game. Like, I would much rather play a Mario Kart game, for example, than a Horizon proper game. Now, I know Horizon, uh, what is it? Um, Wait, Forza Horizon, sorry. Forza, oh, okay. Forza Horizon gotcha. is, a, is a more, like, sort of free-roaming, a little bit different style game than just the typical Forza or Gran Turismo, right? But those mm-hmm. kind of games don't appeal to me at all. Those are, like, it's pretty, and it, like, looks really cool, but driving actually in those games is not that fun whereas like something in mario kart is more arcadey so that's like what i'm looking for in a game where i'm going to be a pilot as well like make it more of a third person make a third person view first of all and then make it much more of an arcadey feel that i could get into that but like yeah i don't know that i th- this doesn't appeal to me at all and i'm a pretty huge star wars fan sounds like you want to play rocket league third person more arcadey right well, I got, I got the Platinum in Rod League, Rocket League, so I moved on, you know? Not having third-person view is really hard. Like, in other Battlefield games, like, you can swap in and out of first-person and third-person view. In this one, it's just first-person view. So, like, when you're in the X-Wing, you have a pretty good awareness of, like, your surroundings. You can look up, you can look left, look right. But when you're in the TIE Fire, and Colin, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like, when you look at a TIE Fire, you're basically... Whatever you see in front of you, that's your view. Right. You're pretty much like you have nothing. You have nothing like no awareness of like what's going on around you. Yeah, there ain't no rear view mirror on a fucking Tie Fighter. For real. <laughs> there should be. I don't know. Where are you I supposed know. to hang your die? Right. Exactly, dude. Well, Han Solo <laughs> hangs them on the Millennium Falcon, right? You got the die there. Mm, okay. Okay. So that's kind of interesting. But yeah, you bring up a good point about the sort of cockpit view and like the visibility, because even in those really intense racing games that I was speaking to before, you do have side mirrors and you have a rear view mirror and like you can at least look in reverse a lot of the times you can like look behind you. So you have a little bit of a more of an awareness, but this it's just like, yeah, you just whatever's in your field of view right up front. That's what you get. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's a good game for the service. Like, it's a cool offering. But I think the game is a really niche game overall. And I think you see that reflected in the stats for the game, in the overall platinum percentage. And, you know, specifically with the campaign, I think it's really apparent. Where even on PSN profiles, only 12.3% of people have finished the game on easy. And that's on the trophy hunting site, right? Compared to the app. So it's like, it's not really a thing. So I, I don't know if the game was a miss, I, like overall, like if people didn't buy it that much, I'm not really sure what the sales figures were, but I would be surprised if EA ever did a sequel to this. But from a standpoint of like, there is a hardcore fan group for these old school flight sim style games. There's a history and a lineage of Star Wars doing these type of games. I'm glad that it exists, but it doesn't look like it's for me, both on the gameplay side and on the trophy hunting side. I wonder what the list looked like before it was free. Yeah, I know. We're going sucks, right? beta it's hard to post, know. It's hard to know. Post it being free. Mm-hmm. So with Daryl's first experience being quite rough. Right. From what I understood. A lot of people could have started this game and just been like, fuck this. And completely skewed the data. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I would I would uh, you know, basically say the same thing you did, Colin, where I I'm personally scared of the game. I don't want to start. I don't want to get anywhere near it. Uh, I should have pulled a U and not decided to down and like even claim it. You know, yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> but 
I didn't claim <clears> this know, game. I didn't claim either of the games this month. I, you know, my big thing is the creativity in games. I think that's the funnest thing about them, and this definitely fills a creative hole. I think in gaming, there's nothing really like this. Mm-hmm. True. So, got to give it some respect there, but uh, at a distance for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, come on, guys. Come on. Join the dark side with me. (laughs) Dale's going to be sitting in his starship trooper like Steven fucking Glansberg. Yeah, it's between this and you got, well, you already finished Friday the 13th, but you can do Apex or Predator Hunting Grounds next, or what's your, (laughs) you're just going to keep adding these crazy games to the list. That's right. I I got to be that elite hunter, man. Right. Well, it it does point to like sort of like your um like one of your like kind of defining features as like a trophy hunter for you like in particular you know you do like to go for rare trophies, and for me that's not like normally a factor. I get kind of bummed sometimes when I get a platinum if the percentage is like relatively high. I'm like, oh, it's not that rare, I guess. But I don't actively search out games that have low percentages and then go for those. If that makes sense. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's cool. I mean, it's cool. It just shows that there's a lot of ways you can engage with trophies. You know, it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, That's the meaning of life. <laughs> there you go. Trophies are the meaning of life. That's what we should have said. Fuck. Messing up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there are a few references in the trophies to the movies. So there is a couple that are tight. Let me look. I put it in the notes here. Uh, I know a few maneuvers and punch it are the names of a couple trophies that are references to lines from the Star Wars movies. So I thought that was cool. I, I wasn't particularly blown away by the artwork other than the the trophy artwork for the I Know a Few Maneuvers that actually looks like that old, really old game called Asteroids, if you guys ever played that, where you just had like a triangular mm-hmm. ship and you had to dodge asteroids. So mm-hmm. the, I, I thought that was kind of cool, but overall the art style is not really very um, appealing in terms of the the trophies, to me at least. It's pretty bland. The only other thing that I really noticed is that, like, for like complete completing the campaign, it's pretty much the same image over and over again. They just kind of like pasted more wings on it, just you know, as you increase in the difficulty. And um, like the color scheme, you know, they use gold for like if you, you know, played as the New Republic or red as the Empire, and then like the rest, the purple is like neutral, so you can play as any side. If you know, if that was kind of like your thing, right? No, that's true. Like, you know, pretty bland. No, nothing really pops out. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, overall niche game, very hard, <laughs> hard list. But mm-hmm. the it is the thing for some people. And again, if it's if you're just not a trophy hunter, but you're just casually, you know, playing games pretty frequently, I would have been excited to see this as an offering for the month. So I think that I think mm-hmm. it was a, a good one in that regard at least yeah yeah agreed yes and you know yes and sir i almost said yes and sir yes indeed sir <laughs> is what i meant to say <laughs> jesus christ yes and sir deed <sighs> all right well let's get into what we've been playing and uh i'm gonna say i uh, we had a little bit of surprise here i didn't put in the show notes who who's gonna go first so i'm gonna give it to you eli you're gonna you're gonna go first no Whoa. i'm last on the list you're last on the list <laughs> yeah okay. yep. i know you're anxious to hear about ratchet i'm anxious PS5. to hear about it exactly <laughs> so, so what's going on all right so not ratchet just kidding. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> i did i i did a little thing though and uh did my first double dip oh and uh you know 
Felt is that a euphemism wrong. or what, what do you mean here? Maybe felt <laughs> wrong, felt dirty. It should. Uh, that concept destruction I played, I went and it came with two copies. I was kind of hoping for like a free pop, but maybe I could have like transferred my data, but I didn't. I just played. It came with two games or whatever, two versions. So I went to my PS4, played it again, and got another quick plat. Uh, I had to do it. I had to do it once. So, I you know I got a PS5. I can do that now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so great. That's, that's the other perk of having a PS5. That's the other perk besides... of all PS5 owners. Their trophies, like their level, is just so inflated now from all the double dips. It's great. Yeah, that's right. I'll give you a dip. Anyway, Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. So yeah, there was that. But then uh, you know I moved on to the PS5 games and uh, played Maquette. Did my voice just crack? <laughs> a little, like, like, <laughs> yeah. like a chicken bear. <laughs> yeah. All so, right, so it's okay. Uh, that was pretty dope. But I, I wish I would have known that you could claim these bad boys for free for the PS5 games on the website before you actually bought a PS5. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So never, you know, whatever. I bought it. Sure. I, you learned your lesson. I did because I enjoyed it. I learned if you like something, buy it. If you want something, buy it because it's gonna be fun. That was a lesson I learned. Yeah, it's um, not always about saving money. I mean, obviously you should have enough to pay your bills and you know take care <laughs> of yourself. But like, if you want something and you can afford it, get it. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I'm a little pissed because I want to play Bugs Next too. But anyways, that's enough of that. Um, you know, I, I really did. I enjoyed maquette and manipulating the objects in the game and trying to find new ways to use them because you're, you're aware of what maquette is, right? Fellas? Yeah. Yeah. We're both aware, but I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure most people are aware, but it's a puzzle game, right? Where you mess with perspective. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So it was, it was very fun. And, uh, but I did have. The the one and really only issue I had with it was that there were so many possible scenario scenarios with the nature of the game being that like those infinite worlds is like is like putting two mirrors together, you know the infinite mirror the infinite oh sure. infinite mirror thing going on yeah um but like you're actually in the mirrors here you could take and move those objects all over the place and come up with like the completely wrong solution that was like that's my big gripe uh i can send you down you know a pretty deep rabbit hole questioning your whole existence and the meaning of life really but once you figure it out you can feel like a real dumbass you know i do believe this game has a great balance of feeling stupid and feeling like a mastermind at the same time <laughs> <laughs> I only I only had to use a guide two or three times. Uh, one of those instances was because the game decided to not register where I moved an object, and like I don't want to spoil too much, but it didn't it didn't remove a wall. I like put these things together and they didn't connect in the game. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it was a perspective I had, and they didn't actually touch. Uh, but that was pretty frustrating. And then another one, so I, I just went and confirmed that with the guide, which was really annoying because I spent so much time running around trying to figure out the actual answer. Um, and the second was for like a missable trophy that I wanted to get because it's in the last level. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to redo this. So 
And then the third time was um, I couldn't figure out the last puzzle. <laughs> and I was just, I was, <laughs> it was the last level. I was just so ready to beat, to beat it. I, I gave up quickly pretty much after trying to jump, like jump into the maquette from the larger maquette. Uh, I don't know how to explain that. It's kind of, this game's really hard to describe in words. Like, yeah, it's I, a, I mean, it's a puzzle game. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's inevitably going to be difficult to, to talk about. Same with like the witness yeah. or something, right? It's hard to do. Yeah. Drawing lines through boxes. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that last, the last puzzle film me, made me feel like real dumbass. But you know, there, there was a lot of good fun. And like, I did figure most of the puzzles out on my own. So it was like, it was not super challenging. I'm no, I'm no genius. Um, but it was, you know, so it felt pretty good to like figure out these solutions. Um, and then going for the speed run stuff, trophies, I did use the guide and th like one of the places that has you going into all these different houses with like locked gates based on an orbs color you're holding, you know, like a purple opens the purple door and a blue opens the blue door basically. Okay. I feel like I did something slightly different there and, oh, and in that I got stuck in the house there. It let me do something I wasn't supposed to do and dropped one of the keys outside of the door, and then I was stuck in the house. That was pretty frustrating. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun glitch. Um, but only on PS5. I, only on PS5. Brought to you by PS5. Right. Uh, speaking of glitches, I played Ratchet and Clank. What do you mean, speaking of glitches? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I've been hearing I like did... mixed things. Like, is this game really buggy or something? Because I've kind of heard from a few people now that it is. Yeah. So I to start it off, it was a phenomenal game in all aspects: gameplay, pacing, graphics, story, whatever else you can rate a game on. It got flying colors in that category too. Um, but there were some there were some things, not major. Um. And to clear it up at the start, I played in 60 FPS ray tracing mode. Okay. Do you have ray tracing on the PS4? That's just. I yeah, yeah, sure. yep, you do. We, we, yep, 100%. 100%. Is that, that's where it moves so slowly you can see the rays. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can, uh, is that the rays? Right. It's very, it's, oh, that's frames. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Just, just joshing. But my monitor is not 4k so like oh, that'll probably be my optimal choice for most games is like higher frames lower res frames low res i'll make a shirt um anyways <laughs> the real the the real gripe that i have in this game is that like the games like this with a story that realistically would require immediate attention like saving the fucking world uh but then they're in a world that rewards you for taking your time and exploring. That's my only big gripe, which has nothing to do with the actual game. That's probably just a personal thing. But like every time you're like walking around the world, it's like, oh, hey, we should probably go get prepared for our next battle. It's like, nah, I got to go pick up these gold bolts. Right. So the world can wait. Uh, that's really <laughs> the only thing I don't like. And that's just the nature of these kind of games, I guess. I think um, that's most open world games. Were you in the the Discord or not the Discord? The uh, voice chat the other night. We were talking about this with a few folks, and I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think I was like, I feel like I had this conversation recently too, where that <laughs> that bothers me as well. I I remember it really egregiously with Assassin's Creed games, for example, where it's like we got to get to this town right now. 
and save this person or, or assassinate this person, right? And you're like, okay, cool, but first, like, I'm going to meander on the ocean for, like, five hours and go get these collectibles and do whatever. And it's like, there's sort of a dissonance between the urgency and the narrative and then how yeah. those type of games want to be played. They, they, don't really, they don't really mesh sometimes, but that's not really a pro- I mean, most of the time you just forget it and you, it's not a huge deal, but mm-hmm. I, I've noticed that as well. I think game, it's something they should change, make better. I don't know. How are you supposed to have a story, though, that's like, yeah, go do whatever you want. Well, you're you know, right. And then it's, it's like, well, story. We, we can't really push the player to go do this because it comes at the sacrifice of like exploring this big world that we've made, to which I argue maybe you don't need to be an open world game then. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Neither yeah. here nor there. Uh, but yeah, so then like the other glitches that I did notice, but it would it's nothing i would really dock the game for for example some of them were like spots when you're exploring every nook and cranny that you could get stuck into you know like the walls or some boxes or you know the collision was off yeah yeah and you or yeah sometimes i'd like try to go backwards of course you start a level right first thing you do is turn around see what's behind you see if there's any collectibles and then like You'd be like floating, and like Ratchet's ears are like flying in the air, but you're staying still. And then like eventually you slide off. Uh, there's there's a couple spots like that around. Um, and I did get stuck in a wall, in a in a glitch challenge, which is a mini game uh, that I don't want to spoil too much. Okay. Um, but there's your guess you're a robot. That's not too much, right? So no, I mean, robot. there's robots in Ratchet and Clank, you know? Like, yeah. it's Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, come on. And so you're, like, crawling on the walls, and I came down off a wall, and I ended up inside the wall. And I couldn't get out. It was really fucking pissed. But... Weird. Yeah, it wasn't too... I'd, like, restart, and, like, I always hate, like, reloading last checkpoint or, like, quitting. And it's like, are you sure you want to quit? It's going to it's gonna take you back to your last save checkpoint. It's like... I don't know, like, now games nowadays, I don't know when the fuck that was. Yeah. I hate that stuff. I think that's partially why my game time was longer. Uh, it was 19 hours for this, according instead of the 10 hours that the trophy guide suggests. Uh, our, our boy Banana did it in 14 and a half or something like that. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. But it's actually, I don't, yeah. I prefer to, like, if I'm going to do it, like, I don't sit for a super long period of time. So, like, I got to move around sometimes, so I'll just pause it and, like, go wash my dishes or take a shower or something, and then I just leave it paused. Oh, well, that's I'm... definitely going to add to your yeah. timer then, yeah. So, I think I was probably closer to, like, 16 hours, maybe. It's definitely longer than Banana, but it wasn't... I don't think 19 is fair. I cause... feel like that's a good length, though. Like, I think some people would say that's, that's too... That's... Oh, that that's too short, but I've, I feel like that's kind of... Especially for that type of game, that's how much I want to spend on that game. I don't want to be in that, doing that for like forty hours. It doesn't need yeah, to be I, bigger, more open world, whatever. Like, no, like you got a story, tell me the story, and like funnel me through it, and give me, you know, twenty hours. That's a, totally fine with me. Fifteen hours, yeah, totally fine. I think it was too long. Exactly. That, I mean, sometimes I'm but, like like an FPS game. I don't think those need to be longer than like ten hours at most. Hmm. I was I was stressing it because I wanted to finish before this, and this is early, so uh, that was part of it. Right. And like, once you start, you you ugh. once you start to know you're like towards the end of the line, 
kind of like the same thing with maquette you kind of get start getting little ants start creeping up into your pants and you're like i want to get a move on and then there's fucking cutscene after cutscene. is this is this the fucking last level and uh, nope oh my goodness the bad guy got away again here we go no it was really good there was you know to keep bitching about it uh there was like some missing pixels in some of the in the antagonist's helmet and like a couple other glass shell like domes where like their texture or their i don't know it was just it it was not there it was black Hmm. just like a line not the whole helmet it was just like a line through it um but that could be from like the mode i played on i don't really know but i know slugger didn't experience any of that um and i only saw that at the end of the game yeah it's interesting i i mean i've been hearing there's bugs but it doesn't sound like anything like you would still say it's worth 70 dollars, right yeah like that glitch thing i got stuck in i really enjoyed those it's actually it's called a glitch level as well like you got a robot its name's glitch mm-hmm. and it's a glitch mini game and i got glitched in it but those glitch mini games were actually really fun they were like a hacking mini game but they were also shooters at the same time they were really fun uh clank had his own little mini game which were more like puzzles which okay. were pretty dope. Uh, you know, apparently I'm a puzzle guy. Didn't really know that, but you know, the looks at my list, I'm pretty into puzzles. Yeah. Seriously, so, why don't you go play Limbo, dude? I think that list's pretty hard. It's only on I PS4, I... too. Is that on PS5? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, dude. You just <laughs> make that one in there. I was like, wait, what? Burned oh, you. yeah. Burned you, mate. But they, they, also... There's some, uh, there's little furry animals that sound like you, Colin, with your Canadian accent. Wait, really? It's pretty, pretty hilarious. It's pretty funny. Oh, I gotta yeah, get after that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, you should. You should play it. Do you have, you oh, know, oh, you know what? Yeah. yeah. You know what I was thinking about doing, though, today? This is how, like, much my, like, craving for this next-gen shit is going on. I was like, why don't I just buy the PS5 games I want right now? And just have them. <laughs> for when I have my PS5, why don't I just buy Demon Souls right now, and I'll just buy Ratchet, and I'll just hang on to them? Until I get my PS5. <laughs> Whenever that happens. Whenever that happens. I'm sitting on those games forever. I'm probably going to be sitting on them for, you know, at least another month or so. He's going to come back from Oregon. He's going to be in a padded room, dude. Seriously. I check on them every episode. Yeah. Hey, How's Demon Souls, bro? How's uh, Demon Souls, huh? He's just petting it in the corner. Yep. <laughs> yep. With the plastic still on. The plastic still on. So, like, I mean, obviously I want to play Ratchet, but it's not... It's not honestly something I'd play right away. I think I'd play Demon Souls first. We talked about that before. But the other big thing mm-hmm. that I would like really want a PS5 for would be to play Elden Ring on it, which is not until January. So mm. I feel pretty whatever. I'm I'm fine in, at this point. Go ahead. Yeah. So other I guess other great things about the game is as you collect the collectibles, you there's like cheats and things you unlock. Like you can change the bolts to coins or orbs, rubies, or uh, cans of overcharge, which is some kind of energy drink, which was the fucking funniest one. You change it all to it and it makes this like sucking like drink sound as it comes into you. It was pretty great. <laughs> uh, it was a little distracting, so I didn't keep it on. But there was other like. Oh, like a slurping noise or something like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like a slurping sound funneling into you. It was pretty cool. Um, and then you can change your, like your weapon colors and actual 
transmogify them. That's a word, right? It's not just a Diablo thing. No, that's a word. Yeah, it's a word. Okay. Sounds made up. But I guess all words are made up. The there's like cheats in there too for like infinite health, infinite ammo, I believe. I didn't I didn't use any of those. I'm too cool for that kind of stuff. But there was also RPG mode, which um pops out like damage indicators. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. All kinds of like fun stuff. Like sticker packs. You get sticker packs if you're into those. Uh, for your pictures, I sent one in our chat with a little clank sticker on it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what that was. Um, so there's all kinds of fun stuff for collecting, which I think is more needed in games. Because it's like, oh, collect all these things, you get it. You know, we're going for the trophy, right? But like, what the fuck's the incentive for anybody else to do that? Yeah, there isn't really any. Unless you're just, you really like the game and you want to 100% it. Yeah. But giving you stuff, I think, is a lot more fun. It's it's definitely the yeah. way to go, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. And the the world got to gush over the world a little bit. I think the planets were very awesome, varied, and like beautifully thought out. Like each one had something different to enjoy and gave off a different vibe. Um, and there was different kind of uh, like extracurricular activities in each one. Oh, different, like little, like, different side, side, side missions. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, and they had... Um, yeah, there's one where you fly a... Is in your planet, Colin, with your, with your buddies, your Canadian buddies. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, there's a, you fly like a dinosaur-type deal. It's pretty dope. Okay, I mean, I'm intrigued, for sure. Yeah. If they fly dude. a dinosaur, I'm gonna pe- my ears are going to perk up a bit. Yeah. So that one, that one was actually a little glitchy, or at least a little frustrating. The you're riding this dinosaur and you you got to pick up uh like food for it basically and then you start taking you pick up a couple and then you take the dinosaur out and you go pick up more and like there's all these dots on your map and you can't get half of them I don't know where the fuck they are or they're planted on top of a ledge and you can't get them because you're flying this dinosaur and then like so I was like all right I'll go and pick up the ones I can get but it was really complicated because all this shits all over your map so I can't figure out where I've been what I've done what i've passed and then like halfway through i don't know if it was when i picked them all back up but or like the ones that i could then i was like oh hey look you can shoot fireballs now and pick the other ones up and i was like oh like okay that would have been i don't know mark only the ones i can get for now or give me the fireballs from the start and that feels like another uh another bitching rant there but <laughs> the game was really good i swear it was I've, so much fun i feel like i feel like a, a lot of people are liking this game it is a, a well well reviewed well regarded fun experience which is what games should be fun right it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be massive and crazy and like yeah i'm, I'm mm-hmm. like this is way more appealing to me as a game than returnal Right, like, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm much more likely to play this one, I think, than Returnal, as well. But I'm glad you yeah, enjoyed the... it. Like, and what's your experience, by the way? Just before I forget to ask, with the 2016 one, I can't remember what you have. You played that one or no? I haven't played the 2016 one, but I have played the PS2 ones. Okay, are you gonna yeah. play the 2016 one after this? Do you have a craving for some more Ratchet? I will at some point after this, but not immediately after. Gotcha. Because it's got to be after it now. Because I've already finished it. But well, yeah, I meant like next. I, I should say. No, I won't play it next. Okay. Cool. Um, 
But yeah, the combat, the combat's real. You got what's up, Daryl? I'll go ahead. Finish what what you got. No, no, you go ahead. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, um, Curious to kind of get your take on the newest character to the Ratchet and Clank series, Rivet. Okay. You know, like we have a lot of these exclusives where the addition of a new character either makes or breaks the game. So, like when you think of God of War, a lot of people love Atreus. Last of Us Two. People not so much happy about Abby. So I'm kind of curious to see what you think of Rivet. She fits in quite nicely, I would say. Um, the The story was really great. I'm trying not to spoil too much. So I'm thinking as I talk, which is hard for me. But they, <laughs> <laughs> they she fits in very nice. It was fun to play as both. It's hard to really tell the difference when you're playing them. Uh, especially oh another thing you collect is like armor so you can you can dress them up but yeah as i think they made the story work they didn't like it wasn't just like some tack on job uh the story with the riffs and them were really cool there was it was basically like an you know altered altered dimensions and like so there was there was a lot of like duplicates, but you know, Ratchet and Clank style are all pretty funny and goofy, and uh, you know, everything plays out quite nicely. And there was there were some other new characters as well. Clank got a, a counterpart as well. Okay, which was it isn't Dank or Fank? Sank. What about Tank? Maybe it, Lank. Rivet doesn't rhyme with Ratchet. <laughs> all right, anyway, guys. Sorry, I don't, know why, I don't know why I felt compelled to ask you that. Go it's, ahead, anyway. It's, it's Kit. Okay. Kit. Yeah. Kinky, I like that. I think. I like that. It. And it's got some... No- yeah, I don't know. But, okay. yeah. Oh, the story uh, is so good. I just can't, I can't spoil it, dude. But they, they're, all four of these characters, the story... Uh, very good. Nice. Pre- chef's kiss. And, like, by the end of it, I was just, like... The, the story was losing me a bit but then like it's short enough to where by the time i was like getting to the end i was like oh yeah dude this is here we go this is it and uh it ended quite nicely so you know yeah absolutely full package full package yeah i'm I'm very happy that you have enjoyed it and that you got to play it it's cool that like you got your console and then like boom right away you get this to enjoy and uh kind of jump on in with everybody there's a few other folks in the discord who have gotten the platinum as well congratulations to all of you mm-hmm. yeah seems great with- I, I i can't wait to play it at some point uh you know whenever I, sony decides that i'm worthy of their console so yeah it's gonna be great you can uh to finish it up you can uh you can listen to other people talk it up but i got another gripe okay with such a short list this is trophies yep i just Wish there's one trophy that we went over about buying all the weapons. Uh, you have to go to the next new game plus to get it, and that was my last trophy. Why? Why is that the last trophy? You saw my screenshot in the Discord, right? What the fuck is that? I'm at a <laughs> shop menu. I'm at a shop menu and got my platinum. Like I, I just wish they would have like left that one out. I I agree. You I know, mean, finish the story. Boom, platinum. It's over. You're done. No, you got to play through the whole tutorial mission again to get to the to get to the vendor and then buy that weapon and it's over. That was a bit of a bummer. 
other than that, I agree with all the positives. Everybody else uh, that you may or may not be listening to says about the game because it's it's pretty dope. Combat, dodging, uh, the all the different weapons. They really incentivize switching them around with like limited ammo and uh, trying them out because I would have definitely stuck to one or two of those bad boys, but I couldn't. Damn. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Check it out if uh, if you got a PS5. If you got a PS5, check it out. If you're a select one of the 0. 0.014. Uh, no, that's, you, know. you guys are taking... It's not 0.14% of people. It's that each time there's a restock, <laughs> it only supplies less than oh, yeah, a tenth yeah, yeah. of a percent Anyways. of the people who might want one. So, Sorry, I'm still like you know 0. I mean? 0.014 coolness, dude. Sure, so. sure. I was going to say, though, the, uh, the New Game Plus like trophy for the weapons, mm-hmm. it's kind of a trend with Insomniac's last few games. It's a bit annoying where... Like Miles Morales as well, you had to do New Game Plus for a trophy, and the like to line up with this one, like you had to also get all your skills upgraded and unlock all your skills, which you actually couldn't do until New Game Plus. And mm. I got to a certain point and level within the main story that I kept earning XP that would like not rank me up any further for like several missions, and that's the frustrating part because it's like I could have got this all in one playthrough if you just didn't cap me at it and force me to do a new game plus, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even like mm-hmm. there's two different endings to the game, so I don't know why you're making me do new game plus. Kind of, yeah. it's a little bit ridiculous. So I do think that's a little annoying, but oh, I mean, relatively minor gripe, like overall, right? So yeah, and it's like Ratchet and Clank, really. That's it's not a game I'm trying to new game plus. No, you know. Like, oh, a new game plus seven of fucking ratchet, dude. I'm a fucking beast at this kid's game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come exactly. On. Cool, man. Well, as I'm, I'm glad that you got it done before the show as well. That worked out yeah. really well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm nice and loopy for the episode. It's just what we want. Exactly. Daryl, what about you? What have you been jamming out on, man? What you been playing? Yeah, I haven't beaten any games. I've started a couple new games. I got on the hype train of this Knockout City game. Oh, Lord. And started playing that. I did not buy it. I'm glad I didn't buy it because I have lost interest in this game. I played it, like, for two days, was into it, and then, like, I played a different game, and then I have not, like, I have no interest in going back to the game. Right. It's fun. But, you know, if I had bought this game, I felt like I would have been forced to play it. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. <laughs> you know, I had fun playing with, with my cousin and kind of like learning the controls and playing. You know, it, it kind of just felt like playing dodgeball in real life. But right. Not a game that I want to trophy hunt, and I, I'm pretty glad I didn't buy it because I was pretty close to buying it. And Were you playing you know, the trial? I'm playing the trial. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not a game for me. So I, I played a little bit of that. It's fun. I like kind of just like knocking people out or like teaming up on one guy and just like throwing ton of balls at him. He can't even catch them all. So many balls. Yeah. <laughs> Numerous balls. Uh, it is kind of funny, you know, like, you know, I, I kind of like the whole aspect of like trying to like catch the ball and like try to like throw it back at, at them with like top spin and like, you know, you have like this throwing match back and forth. I, I kind of like that at times. Yeah, but it got it got a little repetitive, and you know that that whole hype for me kind of died off pretty fast. For sure. 
Well, it's and, good you didn't uh, pay for it then, and you don't pop trophies that way, right? That's that's confirmed. So you didn't pop anything when you played it. Did not pop anything. Yeah, cool. that's right. I didn't pop anything. And uh, yeah, you know, I could still keep playing until I think like level twenty five if I want, but you know, I'm probably not gonna do it unless like I have a buddy that wants to play it. Sure. And I, um, as I have talked already before earlier when we were talking about the trophy list discussion, I have started EA Star Wars Squadrons. I am at 7% on that game, and it's probably going to be like my next long grind game. So that's going to be a work in progress. I don't expect to receive that platinum anytime soon. No way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I'm like super good, you know, I'm just like a smoking ace out there in the sky, you know, I'm going to be getting that trophy pretty fast but now you guys know i said i'm pretty bad at that game so gonna need a lot of time and training kind of like really you know good at it it is not easy so if, <laughs> if you're like a trophy hunter that was like pretty excited about playing this game and maybe possibly getting that platinum think twice yeah reassess <laughs> <laughs> reassess how bad you want that platinum yeah, I mean, if you're having a, a phenomenal time playing the game, though, then I suppose you could argue, like, you'll get good enough eventually that many of the trophies will come naturally. But I think just for the person who picked it up on a whim or downloaded it on a whim to trophy hunt, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. not, not what you want. Yeah, so I played a little bit of that, played a little bit of the campaign. Um, campaign's okay. You know, I played maybe like 20, 25 minutes of it. It seemed okay. I think it takes up after the event of The Last Jedi. So that's where the game kind of falls in the Star Wars timeline. Okay. That's why it's like using like the New Republic as like compared to the Rebel Alliance. Interesting. Like taking place after the uh, the originals, basically. Got it. And I'm still working on Ghost of Tsushima. It's like my you know, the game I'm really focused on trying to platinum at some point. Playing a little bit of it. I've completed Act 1, started Act 2. I'm still, like, focusing on, like, the first part of Tsushima, the island itself. I'm focusing on, like, the bottom part of the map. The, um, it's called Izuhara. I'm focusing on that, trying to get, like, all the collectibles... Uh, try to liberate all of the areas on that part of the map first before I really continue on. There's, I I believe if you do something in the game, I'm not really exactly sure what it is to where, because basically the whole map of Tsushima is covered with fog, so you don't know where anything is on the map. Okay, It's covered with fog, so you have to do a lot of traveling or you have to liberate Mongol-controlled areas to where that'll kind of like dissipate the fog and then you can see what's in the area so if you do something in the game i think it's like if you liberate all the parts of the island like you get rid of all the mongol controlled areas that clears up the entire fog on that part of the map um still working on that and i feel like it would be easier if i went with that approach but i'm kind of just like wandering around the island in these fog covered areas trying to see if like there's any collectibles I can pick up here, or if there's like a Mongol controlled area. That's kind of like my my approach right now with that part of the game. And it's funny that Eli mentioned like 
you know, being at a part of the game that he sees probably at the end, but then like something happens and then it's like another hour or so with the story. And mm. <laughs> that's kind of like me, like my, my personal take on it is it's probably me, but I'm curious to see if like you guys do this or if anybody else who listens do, does the same thing as well. I like to do this. I like to pull up a full walkthrough of the game with like cutscenes and everything. And I like to like kind of like fast forward in the walkthrough to see what part of the game I'm at. And it kind of gives me an idea of like how close to the end I am. And I did that the other day with Ghost of Tsushima. So basically I'm like halfway through the game. Oh, damn. Walkthrough. All right, nice. Walkthrough that I watched was 12 hours. Ooh, I'm like right there in the middle. And like, I like to get to like, I do like a big chunk of fast forwarding where I'm like, okay, I know that's, no, I did that. You know, that was like three hours ago. Then I'll kind of like go a little bit further. I'll say, you know what? I'm probably like an hour away from this part I'm watching. And then I kind of like start fast forwarding a little bit, a little bit more. And then I'm like, okay, where I am is exactly where I am in this video. You know, I'm six hours away from completing the game. I usually do that with a lot of the games because I feel like when I do a lot of like exploration, finding collectibles, stuff like that, it really makes me wonder like, damn, how much of this game do I have left? Right. And then I usually resort to that method where I'm like, oh, I'll pull up a video. Oh, you know what? I'm not that far from, you know, end of the game. I'll still do what I'm doing. Finding collectibles. There's nothing else I can do. Okay, I can continue on with the next part of the story. Yeah. That's interesting. I, it's better than my approach, which is typically I look at how long to beat. And then I look at they have the average time for people that are just doing the story and then they have the average time for people that are like completionists or 100% whatever and I just kind of compare my playtime but it doesn't really take into account like if you're looking at just like how far you are into the main story it doesn't help you because if you do a lot of collectible hunting and like exhausting dialogue trees all that stuff your playtime is obviously going to be higher and it's going to skew where you think you are in the story that, that's why I really enjoyed Miles Morales and Spider-Man slash like Assassin's Creed Rogue did this as well, where it gave me a percentage next to my save file. It's like this is how this is how much you've done in the game. Now mm -hmm. only about eighty percent of that was related to the actual main campaign, and then the last like twenty percent was like collectibles and stuff. So you could beat the game and be at, like eighty percent completion on the save file. But I always like seeing that number go up when you start the game. It's like a cool little like incentive to be like, all right, last time I played, I was like 49%. This time I turned it on, I'm at 55%. Whoa. You know, like it, it's just a little like something to measure that I think more games should implement. Ratchet does it. Does it? Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's another I'm insomnia game you're... though. Yeah. I'm surprised you're only, you're six hours in and there's a 12 hour playthrough when the trophy guide says 40 hours. Well, that's for the just the main campaign though that you're the, the guide you're watching, right? Finish the game and complete the side quests. I think what the guy was doing is that he wasn't doing like any of the collectibles. He was just sticking to the story and like doing all the quests that were involved. I think that's where you know, the numbers are a little different, just because he wasn't focusing on collect like doing collectibles or like mm -hmm. upgrading armor stuff like that. I think he was just focusing on the story. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Well, that's another one that's like been recommended to me so many times <laughs> that I need to play and falls into like the backlog of PS4 exclusive titles. So 
joins the ranks of like Horizon and uh, Last of Us Two, which I've which I'm not gonna play, but you know, there's a few that I still need to get to, and I'm and now the debate is like, do I just wait and play it on PS5? Like, why would I? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I'm leaning with that. I'm having so much fun with this game. This is kind of like Ratchet and Clank for me. Like, I'm like really hooked into the story. It's fun. You know, I'm I'm the type of guy that likes stories where you can build up your team. So a lot of the quests that are in, are in this game are quests from people that you can recruit to your team as the story goes along. So the first part of the game, you recruit people. And then like in act two, I've like met another guy that I can add to my crew. So it's really cool because you kind of like look into the, their backstories, what's kind of like fueling to go down this path. And, you, you know, Colin, you're playing a game that's, centered around like team building and stuff like that so right you know this is like a really good game and especially like the whole samurai thing you know like a team of samurais that's that's just really cool man so (laughs) i'm having a lot of fun with this game yeah i I like the idea of it for sure a percentage is really low just because i have not really been doing a whole lot with the story i've just been doing a lot of collectible hunting so i'm like 21 22 completion on the the actual base game itself okay yeah but i mean that's i feel like it's one of those games where you get to a certain point and the the trophies are going to kind of roll more naturally there, there's kind of always that point i feel like with assassin's creed or like open world kind of you know games like that where it's like you just the story beats are different you know trophies and then like doing all of something is a trophy usually it's like the first and then the first time you get a collectible and then when you get all the collectibles so in the middle there there's like this whole drought of receiving trophies where you're not really going to get a bunch and then all of a sudden you're like damn my percentage is flying up super quick because i'm getting all these things that's basically what i've been playing that's cool man yeah you guys have got some bangers today dude ratchet and clank rift apart we got ghost of tsushima of course, Knockout City, another banger, you know. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you're calling, right, for sure. So, <laughs> well, I like I said, I, I I'm I'm not really drawn to play this game very like regularly. I have a lot of fun when I play it, but I just it's not something I think about in terms of like if, at least the last week and a half or two weeks where if I have time to play at night for an hour and a half or two hours, I'm gonna play it something else. I'm I'm never like yeah, I'm gonna hop on to Knockout City, but I really should because it's only gonna get harder to go and get some of this stuff. So I, I guess I'll talk about that first. I have been playing Knockout City a little bit. I've probably played like three or four hours since the last episode. So not a ton, but I, I did get my percentage up to 44% now for the list. So overall, it's really not too bad. I, I got a lot of the miscellaneous trophies done, except for like two. And then I just need to continue to play, get kills, complete like daily contracts, complete side missions or contracts as they call them in the game, little challenges, and that's really it. So it's just kind of at the grinding point now. And really, it's been a couple of community members, Skrillis and Slugger, who've been playing when I hop on, uh, or like we've played together mostly, and they've definitely made it a much more enjoyable experience where like if I was playing by myself, I don't think I would touch the game. So, mm-hmm. not, and not that it's a bad game. Like if you remember, I think the game is really good, actually. And I think the the competitive side of it and like how you know how good it feels to play matches against other people is really good it's just like that's not really what i'm looking for right now out of a game so i'm not drawn to it if that makes sense yeah so 
So that that's kind of where I'm at with Knockout City. I'll continue to go for it. I do want to get the plat, but it's going to be a slow sort of process. Like Fall Guys 2 <laughs> and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and Rogue Company, like all of these multiplayer games. We um, all got to have one of those going. We all got to have one, yeah. And for, the, I, for the boys, you know? Well, yeah, it's a nice like little distraction. I do like to have a multiplayer game I'm working on and like single-player stuff. It's kind of nice, so... Um, I did also earn the Platinum in Resident Evil Village since the last episode. I, I was very close to getting it last time, just missing that Mercenaries trophy, and uh, I've completed it, and I think it's really great. I, I don't have a whole lot more to say. I talked about it for like three episodes already, so I don't need, mm -hmm. need to go over it anymore, but Platinum is done there. That is Platinum number 48. Yay. Um, thank you, thank you. And right, yeah, man. I've been playing Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, which is... If you remember from last time, I beat the game on easy, not realizing I wasn't playing on normal. And I finished the game and only had 4% completion. And I could not let that stand. So I went in there and I was like, there's a challenge dungeon. It's called the Gauntlet, which is all the enemies are set to hard and the damage values are set to hard. You have 15 minutes to kill all the enemies in this dungeon and make it to the end. So the dungeon mm. is only 10 rooms, and you might be like, all right, well, that's like nothing, right? But some of these rooms have like 33 monsters in them, and those monsters might take like 10 melee attacks to kill, and if they hit you like three times quickly, you're dead. So it's about like how do you space out, you know, only fighting one or two enemies at a time and like doing really precise movement so you like move one step, then attack, then move one step and attack. That's kind of how I was able to cheese a lot of these enemies is just walk in a circle around them, moving really slightly and then attacking, and they can't track you and turn around quick enough to be able to hit you, but you can just stand in front of them and hit them. So that was, like, mm. the method I took. And it still probably took me, like, 15 tries or so to do it. So it was a decent amount of time, but I did end up completing it, and I had zero seconds left on the timer, which was, like, such a, like, candid moment. I was like, I didn't think I was going to do it. I thought it was going to be like, nope, try again, and it completed it for me which i was stoked about and that was a, a gold trophy in the game so i'm at 33 percent completion now and i unlocked the extreme difficulty which is the hardest difficulty in the game and yeah so i'm working on a normal playthrough now as well i'm about halfway through act two so i'm probably like around the 60 percent of the way through the game and if i complete that i will have a silver trophy for it and that'll be three out of the five trophies and probably about as much as I feel comfortable doing with the game for right now. So I'm still going to continue to play that. That's kind of like a, a game you turn on and, and trophy on in if you're just like trying to space out for me. I'm like, I don't really want to think like too hard at all. I'm just going to run through and play this like Diablo style game. So that's what that's been. And then this, you know, only a week and a half since we recorded last. So not as much time to get into this, but I have been playing more Mass Effect and it is incredible. Like, I cannot believe it took me this long to play this game, knowing that I'm a huge sci-fi fan, that I love sort of like Western RPG designs. I haven't played a lot of them recently, but I like just the idea of like Skyrim and Fallout, really these Bethesda style, like big games, Dragon Age from Bioware as well. So I, it's just, it's great. I mean, the game came out in 2007 and I... I of course, notice its age with some of the graphics, even though they're updated, and some of the writing and the animations and stuff like that. But even with all of that, it's like, it's just great. The scope is huge, but not too overwhelming. The writing is really good. I'm interested in, in actually exhausting dialogue options with every person I interact with, even though I don't need to for any of the trophies. 
So it's just it's really like kind of cool. Like you just get to sit there and soak it all in. It's almost like watching a show or reading a book at sometimes, and then at other times it's like a third person shooter. So it really just mixes up the gameplay a lot. So yeah, I feel like it it's really valuing my time. Like every time I turn it on to play it for even an hour, I feel like I get a lot out of it. Doesn't feel like it's wasting it. So that's really cool. And yeah, I'm playing on veteran. There's no trophy related to difficulty in the main list. But there is an overarching collection list for these games. So there's the individual plats for Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 in the Legendary Edition. And then there's the, the Legendary Edition trophy list, which is a separate sort of like 10 or 11 trophies. And on there, you do have to play on the Impossible difficulty on all three games uh, to get a couple of those. But I'm just going for the plat in the first game at this point. So I'm not really worried about it. Playing on Veteran. And even still, it's it's not a very hard game at all. I've died a couple times just being an idiot, but if you really like play a very tactical game and use the squad commands and use the debuffs and all of your like abilities that you have at your disposal, you, the game's relatively simple and hasn't given me a lot of, of trouble so far. Um, maybe that will change, but at least like for right now, it's not too bad. And yeah, I just like kind of spend my time talking with people, exploring like random planets, surveying them from the ship or landing and like searching, you know, around on the Mako, which is like your Warthog style uh, vehicle that you drive. But it, yeah, I'm really loving it so far. And I, I want to say like, this is how an RPG's trophy list should be, in my opinion. Now, you probably have some people who think, no, like I there should be a trophies for doing each permutation of like big quests so i see all the outcomes in the game and i get to like experience every every single thing that's different on my second playthrough and i do understand that philosophy but at the same time like this is really great for me and the way i play games because i get to go in and make either full paragon or full renegade decisions and not be punished for not choosing the other option because the story trophies are just for completing the missions and then for using, like, specific abilities in the game and, like, completing the game. I mean, it's a really straightforward list. It's actually, in some ways, I would say, relatively easy. There's, a, there's really only one trophy, maybe two, that you have to actually be actively attempting to go for to some extent, right? So, I don't know. I just feel like that's great. It doesn't, you know, we talked about a lot before about how pl replaying story games multiple times, like, really kind of hinders your enjoyment and, and dampens, like, the impact of the story. You don't really have that here because you can just play it and you'll still be able to get most of the trophies, if not all of them. And just by just kind of cause like role playing it, actually, like being the character, playing it how you feel like it should be done. So mm -hmm. I wanted to commend it for that. I think that's really great. I don't know if that continues in Mass Effect 2 or 3, but uh, we'll see because I do definitely plan on playing all of them at some point. It's just the games are long. They're big RPGs and I don't have a ton of time every week. So it's just it's a slow moving thing unfortunately, but I'm pretty committed to, to getting into it because I'm really enjoying it so far. So I'm at 21% right now, uh, completion for the game. What part and of the story are you at? So I, um, so that you have the initial Citadel like introduction, right? And I, then the map opens up to you. You go to the Normandy and you see the, the, the galaxy and you can choose your destination. And you had a couple different spokes that you could go down. I accidentally, because this game includes all the DLC, that like from the original into one package, the first destination destination excuse me I went ended up being a DLC mission and I didn't realize it 
until I completed it, and then I got a gold trophy for doing it. And I was like, what the hell? What was that? And it's like, oh, I just beat the DLC <laughs> for the first game as, like, the very first mission I did. And it was on hard. That's why I was like, I don't think this game is going to be that tough. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. And then I did one, one other main mission on Novaria, if that means anything to you, Daryl. So I just bought um, the Matriarch Benizia in the labs, sort of, on that ice planet. If that rings any bells to you. So I'm really early on in the story, but I my playtime is probably in between seven and eight hours right now. I haven't had any good nights to just like session it for like four or five hours, which I would love to do. But yeah, so I'm a little low percentage right now. And that's where we're at. You guys got any questions about any of that stuff? That shit? That stuff? For the longest, I, I wanted the N7 tattoo. Oh, so you're a big fan. Yeah, I, I really like that game. It, it was a game that just like... Out of nowhere, it was kind of like Darksiders for me, where I just like saw it on GameStop shelf one day, and I was like, you know what? I think I might like playing this game. I don't know if I'll like it, but I'm going to buy it just to see what it's all about. And man, I loved it. Yeah. I still love it to this day. Yeah, I, it's so good. Like, I, I can't believe I missed it back on the Xbox, like as a Halo fan. And like, obviously, I like sci-fi and I like RPGs. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. So, and my friend who recommended it to me is probably ecstatic because he's been recommending it to me for years. <laughs> and I finally started it. He's like, no way. He sent me a screenshot of just me being online playing it. And he was like, he's playing it finally. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cool. Um, that yeah. was you the other day when I was playing <laughs> Knockout City. You, like, sent the picture. Yeah. He's finally playing it. Yeah, I needed <laughs> more, I need more motivation to keep playing that game. So I was like, all right, cool. More people got it. Like, more people are going to be playing gonna be good oh <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah that's that's kind of it for what we've been playing did you guys have any other thoughts before we kind of wrap up with socials and close out the show been playing some bangers since the last episode that's all i gotta say yeah we're all playing yeah. some some good shit some good shit yeah. for sure and um yeah we we did talk about it at the beginning we are recording a bit early you're not going to notice any disruption in terms of uploads if you're listening to this, but you know, again, just be aware. That's why from, from the last episode to this one has only been a little less than a week and a half, as opposed to our normal, like two weeks. So just kind of bear with us on that in terms of like the, you know, what games we've been playing and stuff. It's been a little bit less, um, but that, that problem will correct itself for the next episode. We'll have a full, you know, two week period in between, but again, you're, you're not going to notice anything in terms of your upload schedule. So you'll still find the show uploaded on Sundays. And you can find it on iTunes and SoundCloud, as you know. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Or enjoyed. <laughs> Are enjoying. Are enjoying, currently, yeah. Oh, money. All right, boys. Well, where can the people find you at if they want to hear more of your trophy antics or find out more about you? I'm on Instagram at narshard131d. And always find me on the pitch in Rocket League. That's Epic right. Games, narshard1d. Trying and to run house. And in the Discord, of course. Please join the Discord if you want to interact more with the community and with us. I mean, that's the that's the easiest way to get a hold of us every day and to talk. But yeah, what about mm -hmm. you, Daryl? Where can people find you at? I'm on Twitch at the Tall Samoan Guy. I've, I've been saying I'm going to be streaming, but <laughs> whenever I do stream, you know, hopefully I'll see you there. So feel free to chat it up and uh, tune in. Yes, sir. Indeed. I'm pretty much CK present everywhere like on all the different gaming services. So you can find me 
there, Discord we talked about, and then on Twitch, I've only streamed three times, but I do plan on streaming some more. This week was kind of hectic, but I do plan on streaming more maybe like once or twice a week. Sounds like a fun thing to try to get into. Mostly playing League of Legends, uh, but I am also planning on going and playing some Halo as well. So if you want to come hang out and check that out, twitch.tv slash ekpresent. But otherwise, we hope you have enjoyed episode 35 of the Trophy Talk podcast. It's been a pleasure chatting with you boys. Thank you for your time. And to the listeners, we will see you in a few weeks. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.